0: Okay, how in the world are you? Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Nice to have you along for the ride today. You look great today. I don't care what anybody else says you do. It doesn't matter that you wore that particular, well, we'll call it a shirt, or those pants. They look great on you. You look fantastic. Don't worry about it. No, you don't need a haircut. And no, your hair color is fine just the way it is. You look great. I, I mean that. I mean that. Don't let anybody tell you different. Okay? Don't do it. So we are getting news. I knew we would. We talked about the lady that was lost at uh, Zion National Park in Utah for nearly two weeks. And, you know, she was found. Well, I wanted to, I told you uh, earlier that I wanted to find out, you know, how she survived. What happened? She, what was going on? So apparently she was uh, lost, hit her head early. As she was on her own and became too disoriented to seek help. Now, she was close to a riverbed. And it says she felt her survival chances were better if she just stayed where she was at. Because she didn't have a cell phone with her. And they had left the cell phones behind. And so she just felt like that would be a better chance for her to survive if she just stayed by the water source. I don't necessarily disagree with that. However, then it goes on to say that she was so dehydrated when they found her. So, which was it? She was so disoriented that she couldn't crawl to the water? I, I don't know. I don't know. Plus, she—they found, they found her from a tip. So, it was someone like up in the mountain with their binoculars and said, I think that's her. And they didn't help find her, or they were just walking through the woods and go, yeah, you know, we saw her back there by the waterbed, laying there. Didn't look like she was alive, but we just kept walking. I'd like to, I'd like to know who the, you know, tip anonymous tip was that said, hey, yeah, we saw her down there by the waterbed, and uh, that's where she is. You've been looking for her for two weeks. Really weird, really weird. I've, there's, there's going to be more to this story, and I can't wait to hear about it. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So we heard a while ago that Walmart was going to be closed on Thanksgiving. You know, that's the first time since the late 80s that they've been closed. And now we're hearing that uh, there's not going to be a Black Friday. Uh, The deal where people are supposed to come to the stores or that those days are, are gone uh, because of the restrictions with how many could be in the store and concerns about uh, online orders not arriving on time. They're going to start those sales early so you can get deals prior to Thanksgiving for you know your holiday shopping. Oh, good. And now most places will send you the good and deals on, in your... Email box. Just sign up for those deals. Okay, good, good. I know that uh, you know. There's many many places that are not going to be open on Thanksgiving, so that's good. And I know that uh, you know. There's plenty of stores that are saying, "Hey, we don't want people to come in and get all crowded in our stores." So uh, you know, just buy it online. We'll give you deals. There's going to be stuff on sale. Okay, uh, you know, fine, no problem. That's fine. I know that you're not going to be open on Thanksgiving, Best Buy, Dick Sporting Goods. I know you're all thinking that you're, you know, doing a good thing, but here's what I was thinking. In most places around the country that are not allowing stores to be open or barely be open, um, why don't you, I don't know, let those stores be open. I know it's a good thing that, you know, Walmart and Lowe's and Best Buy and Target can all be open. But how about we allow all the stores to be open? And there's got to be a way that these big corporations, and I don't know how, we can talk through it, figure out a way, but they can help the local stores do good. Is that right? Do good? Yeah, do business. So the big stores can do good by letting the small guy do business. I don't know. You know, maybe they put up each local Walmart puts up a sign that says "Go to Walmart you know com slash you know neighborhood Fort Worth." I don't know what store it is, and then on that site is all the local stores in that area that you can shop at. Something like that. I don't know. I you know I know I know I know I know. Don't. Don't look at me like that. I just, I'm just talking through it with you now, trying to figure out something because, it, you know, it's great that these big stores are all open and alive. And yeah, I'm sorry they can only have, you know, seventy-five percent of what they normally have in their stores. And I haven't seen a store yet. Uh, you know, maybe in the beginning of this pandemic, there were people, you know, not being allowed in stores because they were only allowing so many. But I'll tell you right now, at least here in the DFW area, uh, stores are open for business. And as long as you have a, a you know a mask on going into most of them, yeah, they're letting you in. Okay, yeah, you're fine. There's nobody out front saying, "Wait, we've reached our limit of people we're that are allowed in the store now." Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Sorry, that's not happening. So, you know, I know we're getting, you know, big stories about the Black Friday deals that are going to be going on starting, you know, probably like now. And, uh, you know, we're getting stories of why states are being states are going to have to have layoffs because there's shortfalls in revenue. Well, I wonder why there's shortfalls in revenue. Why could there be shortfalls in revenue? Oh, maybe we need to open up the businesses. Huh? There's a thought. All right. I mean. I don't want to get too into, into that, but I think I already have. So, you know, do we just continue down that road or do we move on? I don't know. I don't know. And I know that some of these places are going to be, have a tough time opening back up because people just don't want to go there not the small shops where you buy things locally, but, you know, say movie theaters. I mean, we've covered movie theaters since the beginning of the lockdown. And AMC is, you know, using them as an example. One of the big ones. Now, they just had big shares soar on Wall Street because New York State said the movie theaters could begin to reopen at the end of October, which we're at right now, right? I mean, if you're listening live to this, just I can't believe it's this it's late in October it's the 21st of October 2020 New York say New York said they could reopen the 23rd so this weekend and they are still struggling I mean we talked about them talking about uh, running out of cash by the end of the year maybe early next year and so they are selling off some of their uh some of their general corporate purposes class a shares They've already, they sold some of those for like 54 million and they're looking to sell off another 15 million shares to raise some cash and be able to survive for a while longer. I mean, I don't know how long that can go on. Uh, You know, they obviously do, but I mean, they're looking to try to rent theaters. We've talked about that. We've talked about the deals of, you know, being able to just rent the theater for a hundred dollars and then it's all yours. And sure, there's going to be more things charged for, like food and drink. No, you can't bring in your own grill. Sorry, that's just the way it is. But that's a business that's permanently affected by COVID and the lockdown is the movie theater industry. So, you know, good luck. And Disneyland, I mean, they're dying. They're, they're the, the motherland. Disneyland in California can't even open. And now they're told, well, you know what? We'll let you reopen to 25% capacity under strict guidelines. Well, where were you, you know, a few weeks ago when they were telling you, hey, let us reopen so we don't have to fire all these people. I'm sorry. Uh, lay off all these people Oh that doesn't matter we can't do that Well now all of a sudden we can Well you know we'll, we'll rethink that 25% capacity When their counties Reach the lowest yellow tier Under the color coded reopening System for counties And the yellow tier of course is Minimal designation And it's when daily new cases Under one per 100,000 And positive testing for COVID-19 Is under 2% Currently, only nine of California's 58 counties are in the yellow tier. So, we don't know when they're going to be able to open, but we've given you the opportunity to open if you reach that particular substantial tier in your county. Okay, well, thank you. We really appreciate it. No, that's kind of you. That's very kind of you. Permanently? Permanently affected? You betcha. I mean, Disneyland, Universal Studios... Six Flags, any other business and the surrounding businesses that are affected with the closing of these places. Just (sighs) I know. I know. Just just amazing times we live in, isn't it? Yes, it is. Just amazing times. So I saw a new study put out by the University of Cambridge. And this study is Europe North America Africa and Australia Millennials or those born between 1981 and 1996 are more disillusioned than Generation X those born between 1965 and 1981 or Baby Boomers which were born between 1944 and 1964 and the Interwar generation, 1918 to 1943. Across the world, younger generations are not only more dissatisfied with democratic performance than the old, but also more discontented than previous generations at similar life stages. That's what the Cambridge study found. The picture is bad in the United States, Brazil, Mexico, South Africa, France, Australia, and the United Kingdom. But satisfaction has increased in Germany, South Korea, and many of the post-communist countries of Central and Eastern Europe. The main reason behind the disillusion with democracy among young people was inequality of wealth and income, citing figures showing that millennials make up around a quarter of the U.S. population but hold just three percent of the wealth. Baby boomers held 21% of the wealth at the same age. The study suggested that the populist, challenged to mainstream establishment politics could actually help improve democratic engagement by shocking moderate parties and leaders into reversing the decay. I know, I know. Now the study for the future of democracy delved into data from over 4.8% million respondents collected across 160 countries between 1973 and 2020. Well, my first reaction to this entire thing is that when you're talking about the United States, we're not a democracy. Now that having been said, when you look at this and you think about The United States as an example, because, you know, I, do I care that Europe and North America, Europe and Africa and Australia and some of North America is disillusioned? You know, I guess so. I guess I do because, you know, it's a global world, but so sorry. I would say that that goes, if you're talking about just the United States in particular, uh, and maybe even if you, just, if you are talking about the United States and Brazil and Mexico and South Africa and France and Australia and the United Kingdom, I, you know I would say that that has to go with education too. We let our guard down with the education in the school system, so they are being taught these uh, these millennials. You millennials listening to this podcast, you millennials, just know that I am uh, I am in that. Hold just 3% of the wealth (laughs) I would like to hold 3% of the wealth But anyway uh, You know When baby boomers were Your age They were told to go out And make the money Millennials were told No those people that earn the money Are bad Okay And we let it happen So Changes are coming We saw that, and we talked about it yesterday, congratulating New Zealand. I mean, the most, uh, you know, inclusive ever. They've got, uh, you know, they got rid of a bunch of older white males. They've got about 10% of the members that are openly lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, people of color. I mean, you know, the change is happening. So, you know, okay, boomer. I would, you know, we're getting rid of them. We're getting rid of the boomers. And, uh, you know, is that a good thing? Maybe, maybe the argument is to, you know, get rid of the boomers. I mean, is it difficult seeing the 75, 80 year old white males and females, uh, standing at the podium, making the, making the laws and the, you know, part of our ruling class. You betcha, (laughs) you betcha it is. So maybe, you know, the boomers need to let go of the reins, I guess. And let's see where it leads us. Whew, that's a scary thought. But a good one. A good one. Not, I didn't mean, I mean a, you know, a good scary thought. That's what it is. Just a reminder to subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to this show and you are not a subscriber and you're just listening for free, you don't want to live your life that way. You don't want to just be a freeloader. Okay, you don't want that to happen. What you want to have happen is be a freeloading subscriber. Uh, So just choose a platform. There's a plethora of them. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. There's many more platforms out there, as I said. A plethora of platforms, but be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And then uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Parlor at Jeff Fisher Radio. So make that happen and enhance your life. I also uh, heard that there's a way for you to subscribe to Blaze TV and get 30% off. Uh, yeah, I know, I know So go to com Slash Jeffy J-E-F-F-Y And the promo code, code Glenn G-L-E-N-N Will get you 30% off <laughs> If you use the promo code Jeffy J-E-F-F-Y Eh, you know Probably get you a couple of bucks off But it won't be 30% So go to com Slash Jeffy J-E-F-F-Y And then, you know Use the promo code Glenn instead of Jeffy. You know, try them both. See what gets you more money off. Probably the Glenn if you were to do that uh, in the next couple of days. But if, you just, if you're listening to this podcast and it's way past the 21st of October 2020, you know, Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y promo code, probably going to get you about the same as Glenn. But you never know. Try them both. See what gets you the most. What gets you the most? That's the one you want to use, okay? Because your subscribership to Blaze TV helps keep shows like this on the air for free. I know. I know. That's just the way it works. And we believe in more voices, not less. So, subscribe to Chewing the Fat, and then if you can, become a member of Blaze TV and... You can get a good deal by going to blazetv.com slash Jeffy and use the promo code Glenn. Uh, try them both, Glenn and or Jeffy. Again, whichever one works for you, be fine. You don't even worry about it. You're fine. <laughs> You'll be able to figure it out. You know, I've been thinking, I keep thinking I mentioned Spotify. And, uh, you know, we have subscribers on Spotify that listened to Chewing the Fat. But, uh... I was thinking about the big Spotify deal with Joe Rogan. And I got to thinking, you know, they made such a big deal about him moving to Texas. It was huge. And he bought this new $14.4 million waterfront Austin Lake mansion. Uh, Gorgeous. And they talked about uh, what the place has that is so nice. I mean, it's got, uh, you know, 10,890 square feet, eight bedrooms, 10 bathrooms. Uh, The layout was revamped. Uh, And so it is now, uh, it features three docks, a large saltwater pool, a solarium, terraces that flow from the living area, as well as two attached garages and a, a carriage house for an RV or boat. Indoor highlights include a gymnasium, a formal dining room with Built-ins, a dual-island kitchen with casual eating area, and a light-filled living area with floor-to-ceiling windows that open outside. The floor plan comes with an office, multi-colored stained glass windows, a a master suite with a sitting area, and an in-suite bathroom with freestanding tub. A gym can also be found on the grounds. Good for him! Good for him! That is America! He knew he was going to sign this big deal, and now he wanted to get the heck out of California. Uh, Good for him. I'm, you know, yay. Happy for you, Joe. I see where he canceled his podcast. Not canceled. I should say they postponed it, put it on hold, because his main producer tested positive for COVID. They weren't around each other, uh, but they are all, uh, you know, obviously staying away from each other now, and the one producer is obviously quarantined. But uh, he has uh, said he posted that he was, uh, you know, they're working on some kind of deal. But for now, the show has been kind of just put on hold because the one producer, uh, you know, tested positive. He said he didn't want to do the show without his producer. Bless his heart. I mean, that's a good man. And that means that he brought his crew along with him to do the show. And uh, that means a lot. And it could be why, I don't know, he's successful. Because that's what happens. Anyway, uh, just was, was thinking about that nice new house that he's living in, and I said, "Good for him." But now I'm pissed because I don't have it, and uh, I'm willing to. I'm willing to have it. <laughs> I'm willing to be able to spend fourteen point four million on a sprawling waterfront estate. Sure, I'm willing to do that. Is it going to happen? Not today. Not today, my friends. Uh, we might as well just head over to the break room because at 14.4 million for that sprawling waterfront estate is not happening. So let's just go over to the water over to the water cooler and get ourselves something to drink, shall we? Oh, Oh, that's so good. That is so, so good. (laughs) So as long as we're in the break room, as I'm scrolling through the the interwebs uh, yesterday and preparing for uh you know, the, you know looking at stories for this show looking at stories for my chewing the fat segment on, on Pat unleashed on wednesday that i always put those shows up on my youtube channel i run across an ad and it says and i read it wrong which is you know oh, really yeah uh i because I, I i actually i stopped and i saved it and then i went back and i read it and i went oh i read that wrong because I thought the question was, and as I'm going through stories, I'm you know scrolling through my, my phone and I'm saving stories, and I see one that I think says in my head it asks the question, "How do I get rid of butt acne?" And I thought, oh, I, you know, save, send. We'll get back to that because you know, if you've got butt acne, uh, you know, in any place else but your butt, that's another problem. But I was, you know, it's just funny. But uh, it doesn't talk about getting rid of acne. It talks about it's talking about acne on your actual butt. It's not butt acne somewhere else on your body. So if you're getting butt acne, obviously it's, you know, if it's a problem, then, you know, it's because, uh, you know, you're either not cleaning good enough or you need to go see a dermatologist. And it happens to everyone, according to this article. Okay. (laughs) Sure, the bacteria collects around the hair follicle area. Ingrown hairs can cause it too. But if you're in a sweaty workout gear for long sessions and that causes friction, you're probably going to be more prone to it. So you're fine. Don't worry. (laughs) It happens to everybody. But I really wanted it to be, you know, butt acne on your face or butt acne on your arms but it wasn't so A disappointing so I see where Idris Elba movie The Harder They Fall has been halted uh, the member of the team tested positive for COVID I mean it's happening to you know we just talked about that with Joe Rogan so the picture was just weeks into shooting in New Mexico apparently uh somebody tested positive so they're going to resume shooting next week I guess or they're going to resume it says the story says production is expected to resume next week not sure when shooting will resume okay so according to this Idris Elba and Regina King uh, tested positive and Idris tested positive a long time ago I mean he was a COVID-19 guy early on Uh, way back in the beginning of this in March so I mean that's what's happening it's not the first time I mean we've shut down Batman we've shut down Jurassic World Dominion Uh, you know somebody test positive and okay so I guess Batman is back Uh, they you know the set is back open again I'm not positive about that I mean I realize how difficult it is for you know to bring these huge teams together to film But you would think that the one thing we learned about this is that you test negative and you go inside the bubble. And you stay inside the bubble and you do your business. So why is it so difficult for these TV sets and these film sets to stay in the bubble? That's part of your contract. We're locking you down now, all right? You stay in this two-acre... And nobody else gets in And you don't get to leave You stay in your trailer You go do your stuff for the film And you go back to your trailer And you can walk around over there In that field there But the rest of the time You're not not going out to dinner You're not flying back to LA You're not flying back to New York You're inside the bubble Until the filming is done I don't know who's in charge of this thing But it isn't me (laughs) I don't know why that's so hard I know they're actors and they're used to, you know, I get to do what I have to do. and uh, We have things scheduled and I've got to do a talk show. Okay. Well, you know, go online. You know what? You and Jeffrey Tubin can hang out together on Zoom calls. Ooh, easy. Sorry. Bad joke. I know, Idris, it wasn't you or you, Regina. Okay. It was just a, it was just a joke. Uh, we'll, we'll move on. Disney Plus. Uh, good for them. They've added new disclaimers to their classic films that they have up on the up on the site. Uh, you know what they want? They want people to realize that. Oh man, some of these old films—I'm sorry, classic films—have uh, negative depictions and mistreatment of people or cultures. Yeah, that's what the movie was about, and it's just funny, and it was. It was produced and made in a time where you could say stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but they've got a disclaimer now that talks about the stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Uh, we don't want to remove the content. We want to acknowledge its harmful impact and learn from it and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Do you? Is that what you want? Okay. Now, there's a video titled Stories Matter. Uh, the Walt Disney Company breaks down what makes some of its beloved classics so offensive. So, if you're not sure what's offensive, we're going to tell you what's offensive. Okay? We want you to know that this, <laughs> this is offensive. If you don't think so, you're wrong. Okay? So, films like Dumbo and Peter Pan and the aristocrats i mean dumbo was filmed in 1941 peter pan 1953 the aristocrats 1970 um it's part of the disney's ongoing commitment to diversity and inclusion and they're in the process of reviewing our library and adding advisories to content that includes negative depictions or mistreatment of people or cultures and we can't change the past But we can acknowledge it and learn from it and move forward together to create a tomorrow that today can only be dreamt of. I know. I know it sounds too good to be true and probably is. But not to Disney Plus because they are they are on their way. They are on their way. Speaking of building a better future, this weekend uh, there's Mercury One's virtual event it's this Saturday the 24th of October 2020 Uh, they're announcing a new American Journey training center which is uh, really cool if you you know if you haven't seen any sneak peeks of that um, you need to join us for the for the event on Saturday night it's really cool and uh, I'm very happy about that and there's going to be a live auction as always, with, you know, there's all, they have all kinds of really cool items in the auction every year. And Glenn is going to be a part of it. David Barton's going to be a part of it. And it says here that October 24th, and this is what they say, all right, I don't know if it's going to be true, but it's going to be uh, a night of hope, encouragement, and a night to challenge you and your family to speak truth into our culture. I like that a lot. Hope, maybe you get that from David Barton. You know, are you going to get hope from Glenn? (laughs) I don't know. I hope so. I hope you get hope from Glenn. But uh, go to m1nextchapter.com. m1nextchapter.com. And you can always go to mercuryone.org and uh, it'll guide you through and get you to m1nextchapter.com. So we'll see you on Saturday. I watched a little bit of the NASA feed yesterday where they were picking up some rocks and dust from an asteroid that was 207 million miles from Earth. And while I wasn't as excited as the people from NASA on uh, the crew, uh it was kind of cool to watch and to see how this a uh, piece of spaceship you know goes down to the surface of this asteroid and you know picks up the rocks and dust with their you know touch and go or you know tag maneuver and it, you know they had to within the it got within so close and that's when it had to make the call that they were in the right place and it had to be you know really accurate on this asteroid and according to them if you believe that it actually happened uh it did and uh so you know now we get you know rocks and dust from an asteroid and uh, we know what it's all about now if it's gold and uh you know unobtainium then let's send it let's send the old tag system back up and start mining (laughs) as it flies by let's go let's send a bigger ship and just start mining Let's go. What could, what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong when you find a, a rock that has some sort of debris on it that you want to make worth something here on earth? That's what I thought. Nothing. Yeah. And we know that there are aliens. I see where, uh, Demi Lovato. I know Demi Lovato. Stop it. Just having fun. She posted a video on her Instagram and claims it's aliens. I know. You can't argue with Demi Lovato. You just can't. That's just part of the deal. Now, apparently, she, I don't know if she is or not. She's called this in the story. So, I mean, I guess it could be true. She's an undercover UFOologist. Okay. So, according to her, she was with family and friends in, uh... Joshua Tree, it's national park in California, and she filmed uh, what she believes is a UFO, and I believe that that's true. It is an unidentified flying object, but is it an alien? I don't know. She said that she spent uh, the last few days in Joshua Tree with a small group of loved ones, and uh, Dr. Stephen Greer and his ce 5 team and they've been over the past couple of months they've dug deep into the science of consciousness and experienced not only peace and serenity like i've never known but i also have witnessed the most incredibly profound sightings both in the sky as well as feet away from me this planet is on a very negative path towards destruction but we can change that together if we're to get 1% of the population to meditate and make contact, we would force our governments to acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial life among us and change our destructive habits, destroying our planet. This is just some of the evidence from under the stars in the desert sky that can no longer be ignored and must be shared immediately. To make contact yourself, you can download the CE5 app and it will teach you the protocols to connect to life from beyond our planet. P.S. If it doesn't happen on the first try, keep trying. It took me several sessions to tap into a deep enough level of meditation to make contact. Happy communicating. And there's some video on her Instagram account. And I watched the, the first video and I thought, yeah, uh, that could be aliens, sure. Or it could be a bug on the screen. Uh, I mean, look, <laughs> I'm not going to doubt Demi Lovato, the UFOologist, And I know that she's with the CE5 group, which is huge. And they have the CE5 contact apps, and they have programs that... You know, with Dr... What's his name again? Dr. Green, I think his name is. Stephen Greer. I'm sorry. Ooh. Stephen Greer. Uh, Wait, isn't that the guy in the submarine movie? Hunt for Red October. James Earl Jones. I think it is. Look it up. I think it is. I think it could be... Now he's an admiral. He's not a doctor. He's an admiral in the movie. I know. I got it, Admiral. Anyway, uh, CE five uh, contact programs, and uh, they work, and they they're good for uh, they're good for meditation and getting you right. So maybe Demi is right, and uh, she, you know, you need to you need to make yourself more aware and be open to the situations at hand. And if at first, you don't succeed. Try, try again. I mean, she's posted several photos capturing this flying object radiating with bright lights. And she just hopes that the government will acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial life among us. So I'm with you, Demi. I'm with you. And as we speak, I just got an email. I just got an email talking about a Blaze TV deal that is now you know i told you that there's a you know use the special code but if you go to blaze tv.com slash jeffy and use the promo code jeffy that's going to give you 30 bucks off the annual subscription hello you're welcome blaze tv.com slash jeffy use the promo code jeffy 30 bucks off for an annual subscription you're welcome Wow Times are a changing Pope Francis became the first pontiff to endorse same-sex civil unions in uh, comments in a documentary that premiered uh, this week uh, he sparked uh, cheers from gay Catholics, demands for clarification from conservatives. Uh, the Vatican has been pretty strong on that, but uh, halfway through the feature-length documentary Francesco, it uh, premiered at the Rome Film Festival. It features fresh interviews with the Pope, delves into you know his great hot-button issues that he cares about most—environment, poverty, migration, racial and income equality, and the people most affected by discrimination. Homosexual people have the right to be in a family. They are children of God. You can't kick someone out of a family, nor make their life miserable for this what we have to have is a civil union law that way they are legally covered i mean that's tough to disagree with but coming from the pope wow and i know when he was down in buenos aires where you know obviously he's from he endorsed civil unions for gay couples as an alternative to same-sex marriages but he had never come out in favor of civil unions but I mean that's the same thing right I mean if you're for civil unions for gay couples that's the the same thing there needs to be a civil union law which is an alternative to gay marriage so he's that's using his Pope loophole to be you know within the church's teachings okay good luck I mean (laughs) I I, it's tough to disagree with the civil union law if that's still a problem somewhere, you know, in many places around the world, I, is it a problem here in the United States still? I, I don't know that it is. And does anyone care? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. In 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 the world that I live in, no one really cares. Uh, you want to you want to be married or be together? You be married, be together. Why do I care? Just don't. Come screaming at me. You're fine. You know, if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Wait, that's different. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for the microphones to be muted at the next debate. The debate is coming up on the, the 22nd of October. Thursday night, and they're talking about muting the microphones, you know, to make sure that they both get two minutes to answer each question uninterrupted. That will be fun because I can't wait for the mic to be muted. So the other guy is talking, what, six feet apart, right? So you're six feet apart and, uh, Biden is talking and you hear Trump as a lie. That's a lie, Joe. You can cut off my mic, but you can't change the fact that's a lie and the guy with the mic will be going can you have him sh- be quiet? You ha- it'll be awesome And Joe will be trying to yell and it'll be it should be fun to have people yelling over each other with the mics muted and then hopefully they'll be able to you know mute uh, the uh, moderator and uh, everybody will just have their mics turned on and off and on and off and the next thing you know you'll be hearing and then it'll be back on again 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 it'll be great. It'll be fun. I can't. I, seriously. I can't wait for the hollering off mic. You know, my mic is muted, but the microphone over the microphone over there is still working. So why don't you shut your face? It'll be great. It'll be fun. It'll be that'll be worth watching. That will be worth watching. No doubt about it. And of course, it's Halloween time. So we've got... Everybody's got a post. Their favorite Halloween candies. What are the best one? The best Halloween candy of all time. And so here's the list. And I'm looking at them thinking, boy, some of these do not belong on the list at all. If we're going to have Halloween. I mean, are we going to have Halloween? You're going to send your kids out trick-or-treating? I don't know. I saw a funny post where a house has the candy machines... Out front <laughs> With the sides, You know sorry I need the money And so the kids can put their money Into the machines for the candy I like that that's a good idea it's Always thinking good idea But this list has I mean we can go with the top 20 Let's see is there anything that I really like That's not in the top 20 Skittles originally Yeah that's in the top 20 Baby Ruth Bars, they're not bad. Hershey's milk chocolate is twenty-eighth? No, thank you. They're they're higher than that. Milk Duds, those are pretty good. Those should be up higher than they are. Uh, They should be up milk duds and Hershey milk chocolate should. Hershey Kisses are twenty-seven Hershey Kisses twenty nine. Hershey's milk chocolate twenty eighth. Baby Ruth bars twenty seven. That's unheard of. No. Junior Mitts, twenty-five. Okay, maybe. I might have to go through this list and change them around a little bit. So, the top 20 is Crackle. Oh, yeah, Crackle goes below Hershey Milk Chocolate. Stop it. That's, that's, uh, you know, Crackles are, uh, Nestle Crunch. Oh, come on. Where is Nestle Crunch? Hold on. Is Nestle Crunch on here? They better be in the top. I'll tell you that. So, top 20. Crackle, no way. Skittles, Original 19. Milky Way, Simply Caramel. Ooh, regular Milky Way is good, too. Rolo. eh. I mean, they're okay when you got them, but no, drop them down. Uh, Crunch, yeah, Nestle's Crunch, hello. M&M's, 100 gram bars, tremendous. Starburst, are they in the top 15? No, but they're good. The like of Three Musketeers, yeah. Peanut M&M's, yeah. Butterfinger, hmm. I mean, if they're not stale, if they're not getting you know too crunchy, but they're still, you know, I don't know if they're top 10, uh, peanut Butter M&M's, Ugh. in the top 10? No, thank you. Peanut Butter M&M's, no. Reese's Stuffed with Pieces, in the top 10 at 8th? No. No, 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 my friends. Uh, Milky Way, yep, 7. Reese's Pieces, yeah, they should not be in the top 10. Uh, but, okay, well, but 6th? No. Snickers, 5. Kit Kat, 4. Twix, 3. Reese's Miniatures and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups Okay, this list had to have been made by Reese's You're looking at Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Reese's Miniatures 1 and 2 Reese's Pieces 6 Reese's Stuffed with Pieces 8 Yeah, no, this was bought and paid for by Reese's No, thank you Uh, We need to move this around We're going to change this around a little bit And give you the Jeff Fisher Candy List uh, maybe we'll do that on Fat Pile Friday. I'll come up with my own top twenty Halloween candies that should be out there. Because uh, some of these, like nobody wants. Like you're you're happy to have, you know you're happy to have the Crispers, the you know the the Rollos. You're happy to have those. The you know, peanut butter MMs. Yeah, those are cute. But no, would do you buy those separately? No. No, you know, like those are the candies, you know, like the Swedish Fish and the Mr. Good Bars. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, no, thank you. The uh, I'm sorry. No, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Okay. Those are, those are, those are fine off brands for Halloween, but you're not getting those separately. And they certainly don't deserve to be on any list of any importance for Halloween candy. I'll tell you that. Alright, and I shouldn't go the podcast without mentioning the World Series on, uh, you know, the Tampa Bay Rays and the World Series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Tremendous. Uh, you know, I've been a Rays fan. I mean, I was working for, uh, you know, the Mothership Station when the uh, Rays first came to town, uh, first started playing. In fact, I found my inaugural uh, baseball from the very first game. My son and my dad went to the game. uh and we had tickets. I was producing the broadcast uh back at the radio station 970 wfla the mothership and uh you know they were they were the devil rays then but i i should have put on they they lost their first game last night very disappointing uh, i should have broke out the jerseys i've got a couple of uh, Rays jerseys with fisher on the back uh, you know i was big rays fan and you know we used to broadcast from the stadium i, I there's a couple things uh they lost last night i mean they Dodgers crushed him and then but the one thing that I noticed is that um, I like the stat that the last time the Dodgers won the World Series the Lakers won the NBA Championship ooh the Lakers won the NBA Championship this year so that might be a sign also what might be helpful is the Rays' salary for this year was 28.3 million <laughs> the Dodgers was 107.9 million so, there's a little bit of a difference. It's a tad bit of a difference there. But uh, that shouldn't be, you know, doesn't come down to money. So, you got a game tonight for those of you listening live, uh, which is Wednesday, the 21st of 2020. And then we go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, onto, uh, you know, the seven game series. It's played here in Arlington in the Dallas Fort Worth area at the Globe Life Field. Is it Globe Life Field or Globe Life Park? I want to make sure I say it right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's fun to watch and, uh, we'll see. But, uh, you know, I like the bubble. Here's another idea for the bubble, their movie industry. Uh, you know, they're playing in the same stadium, same deal. They just tonight, they're the away team and, you know, tomorrow they'll be the home team. It's just a way it works out weird, but they keep everybody in a bubble and it seems to be working. It certainly worked in the NBA and uh, so we got to, you know. I like the plan of the bubble. Anyway, uh, you know, I'd like to see the Rays win. Although, after last night, oof, oof, oof. Go Rays! Go Rays!